this is two girls two girls one ghost (laughs) (laughs) two girls one ghost i'm corinne i'm sabrina and this is our podcast that we decided to do about a couple weeks ago (laughs) i think we decided to do it a long time ago i guess we did we met in college in college because we were theater majors And And then very quickly, we learned that we were both into quite obsessed with paranormal stuff. Paranormal stuff, stuff, yeah. And we're both from the Northeast. Yes. I'm from New Jersey. Sabrina's from New Jersey. Corinne is from Vermont, which is, we're saying our own names. Yeah. So. So. We're just going to be so confusing. Oh, God. Do our voices sound similar? I bet they probably do. They probably do. Wait, okay. So it was freshman year. And there was one night where I was alone in my room and I got a text message from my roommate. This is like when our real ghost stuff happened. Yeah, this is like we always kind of like talked about stuff and like I'd be like, oh, my home back home is spiritually active. But this was like the night that it got real. Right. So it was before winter break of freshman year and I got a text message from my roommate. It was just out of the blue and she said, don't worry, don't die, it will be okay or something along those lines. I don't know the exact text. But it was something about like, don't die. And I texted her back and me like, what? And she just responded, what, back to me? And I screenshotted the text and sent it to her. And she I didn't send that to you. I have no idea what you're talking about. This is about. giving me the chills all over again. Because I forgot. It was so creepy. Like, I remember coming over, but I don't, I didn't remember any of, like, I don't remember all the stuff that led up to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I just remember being like, oh, whatever. It's probably just like a fluke or something. And then I kept thinking about it and it was like windy outside and you're alone i was alone and my all my friends in that hallway were kind of gone that week right so i got that text message and i was like freaking out and so i texted corinne because i knew she would understand my fear i think i I probably texted like a trunk full of like literally incense and sage (laughs) she like came over to my indian native american feather to like (laughs) blow the smoke in a certain direction (laughs) but yeah you came over with all of that stuff and yeah i had my equipment my room and the entire hallway and i can't remember what happened after that but nothing weird yeah that's how our whole thing really started with (gasps) that what i thought i heard someone cough yeah probably outside Oh, yeah, I forgot that Don't we're, start. we're, like, people are <laughs> We're also. in a apartment complex, so you can hear other people outside. Yeah. I'm just already getting scared because I'm, like, picturing walking alone to my car in the dark. I'll walk you to your car. Because there's no... Okay, and then I'll just and drive you, you just back. And then you just drive me back here. Because I parked kind of far. I mean, it wasn't really that far, but, like, in the dark after we talk about right, paranormal stuff, far. I'm going to be really scared. Yeah, I don't blame you. But, yeah. Um, so... Should we talk about what our podcast is going to be? Yeah, we probably should. <laughs> Besides two girls, one ghost, and making two girls, it one be, ghost. seem like it's like a something weird sexual. Yeah, we should. Okay, so our podcast, um, we figured it would be fun to talk about ghost stories and stuff relating to spirits and the yeah. paranormal. But we also kind of wanted to go with a theme because there's absolutely 500,000 stories that yeah. we think are interesting. Yeah. So each... This- yeah, each week we'll do a theme, right? And then yeah. we can go around. That's at least what we're too. what we're thinking right now. That's our, yeah, that's our initial. And then probably episode two, we're not gonna do yeah, a theme. We'll be like, nope. <laughs> Changing but is, that. For now we are. So yeah. uh so this week was hotels. Yeah. Going with a the theme of travel since I'm I mean I'm not staying at a hotel, but I'm visiting in town right yeah. now. So. You have no home right now. I have no home. So um, that's what we're doing. Say over we're doing hotels and uh, do you want to go first? No, you can't. I'm nervous. <laughs> Me too. I have like, I thought I was getting an anxiety attack earlier. 
And I was like, oh no, it's just butterflies in my stomach. Like, I was nervous, nervous to say anything to you because I was like, Corinne's gonna be so confident. Like she did. And I texted like, you an hour ago. before and I said, I'm freaking out. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I was like, thank goodness because I Because <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, it's our first time. We've never done this. And it also That's it's like you were said. saying. <laughs> we gotta like, like we gotta pay homage to our we do name. to our name. Do you wanna go first? No, you do. Oh god, okay. Okay. Well, for my hotel, I picked a hotel that is close by to kind of where my family lives. So I'm from Vermont, but my mom, she grew up in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And Portsmouth, New Hampshire is, it was like one of the, I think it was the very first city in New Hampshire. It's this little sea town in New Hampshire. Um, it's really, really cute. I freaking love it. Like eventually I'm I honestly think I'll probably move there. But my mom, her family moved there when she was like in middle school or high school or something. So they've been Mm -hmm. there a long time. And my grandparents still live there. And my aunt and uncle and my cousins, everybody's right there. And actually, they live directly next door to each other. So if you open my grandparents' front door and walk directly across the street, you walk into my cousin's house. Anyway, so Portsmouth, I chose Portsmouth just because I've been there a million times and I've grown up there. And also the hotel that I'm doing, my mom actually stayed at. So talk about that too. But uh, so the hotel, for anyone who's been to Portsmouth previously, it was called the Sice Inn, S-I-S-E. I I feel like that's just asking for It sounds a little creepy, doesn't it? Um, But it's named after like the family that settled there. So like they, they recently renamed it the Hotel Portsmouth. The hotel is on lists that are like, oh, haunted places to stay. But apparently the owners previously and the current owners, I think, um, word on the street is they don't really love to advertise it as a haunted Mm. place. They don't want people to come and, like, be scared. And Why? That's stupid. I don't know. I think it's cool. I feel like it would attract so many people. I also say it's cool, but, like, I don't know if I would actually, like, be able to stay in a haunted hotel. I think I'd be scared. I I probably have stayed at ones and not known. I'm sure you have. Yeah. but You lived in a haunted house growing up. so I did. It wasn't haunted, Sabrina. It was, it was spiritually sp- active. Okay. Sorry, I apologize. It wasn't always the same one haunting it. <laughs> okay. It was people just bopping around and saying hello. That's um, fair. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so this house is pretty old. So Portsmouth was like in the 1600s or something. I definitely wrote it down. Oh, it's settled, on the water, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 1623. So it's like 400 years old. So it's a really old city. But this hotel is a little less old and it didn't actually start as a hotel um it started as some guy's house his name is john sice which is why it was called the sison but um so it's over on court street which i know you haven't been to portsmouth so it doesn't really mean anything to you (laughs) but it's one of the streets it's like right by the water and right by like the main area so anyone who's walking around the downtown and like those little shops Mm kind of like the walking street it's so quick to get to the sison so it's like a good place to stay if you're yeah, yeah, it's super, it's super central. So, um, oh, there oh, she goes. Leah, you did it. <laughs> she's probably going to keep doing it. I know. Because now she she's started. bored. Um, but anyway, so in 1881, John Sice and his wife took over the land and the house that was in his wife's family. And they, they demolished the house and built a new house. So he built this like massive Queen Anne Victorian style mansion. Whoa. So it's actually really pretty. Like if you, I've walked by it, Can but I if you look online, yeah. 
if you look online, it's like this old Victorian house. It's like colored light blue. Actually, I don't know what is colored anymore because they just made it the Hotel Portsmouth. So I don't know if they did some renovations, but um, it's pretty big and it's just really, really beautiful. So he, he was, I forget, he was some businessman. Oh, he was, he did insurance. That's what he did. And I guess he made a lot of money doing it. So I don't know why I said, I guess he made a lot of My dad does insurance, so I don't know why I'm like, do people make money doing insurance? You can. You can. You sure can. I'm telling you now. You can make lots of money. Yep. My dad works for Allstate. So, Allstate, (laughs) we're in good hands with you. You're in good hands. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so he was an insurance man. He took down the house and he rebuilt this, like, beautiful, massive victorian style home for his wife as a wedding gift. i love this style of houses i know it's so pretty but it's, it's so like pretty. also so classic like haunted new england yes so like pretty expected that there are ghosts um anyway so he builds that for his wife and then when they eventually i don't know if they moved out or if they passed away or what happened but i read online that his daughter eventually took it over and then after her i believe because they had four kids so like Mm -hmm. one of the daughters or i don't know how many sons and daughters they had but one of their kids took it over the daughter at some point um but then after her it kind of just turned into a bunch of different things so it was at one time it was a doctor's office it was a halfway house which people said like halfway house but then a lot of people were saying that was actually like a like insane asylum so I don't know what it actually Ew. was, but yeah, people it was were like saying, a cover for yeah. They said it was a halfway house. Uh, it also was a beauty salon, a dress shop, like just a bunch of different random things. Well, it went through a lot. Yeah. So then, um, about like a hundred and yeah, like a hundred years later. So it was like 1986 because in 1881 is when they built the house, and then in 1986. They, whoever the new owners were, turned it into an inn and named it okay. the Sison after John Sison, his family. That's so nice of them. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I like, if I just like bought the place, I would never name it off the Sabrina Inn. <laughs> I think it would be the last name, right? What would you name yours? I don't know. I, I, give me more time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll regroup. Next episode, you'll have to come back with Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> oh, but in. In 1986, when they turned it into an inn, they kept it, like, looking very antique And then uh, I read online that it has butterwood paneling, which I had to look up. But it's just, like, I don't know. I think it's just kind of, like, old school, Lightwood. like, walls or something. Yeah, something oh. like that. I already forget what it looked like. I'm imagining the house from uh, American Horror Story. The most recent The first season. season? The most recent one. Shoot, what was it? Um Oh, they were at the hotel. It was a, no, it was like the reality TV show one. Oh, Roanoke. Roanoke. Yeah, yeah. Roanoke. I imagine that house. Ooh, kind of was. I mean, I just think that one was more updated. Paneling was. But right? yeah, no, like they definitely kept it really antiquing. Even if you look up online what the different rooms look like, um, they're all very like different. Even, yeah, did you just type in Sice in? Oh, I didn't type in Sison. I did Portsmouth. Oh, Hotel Portsmouth. Yeah. Because they, I'm sure, redid it for Hotel Portsmouth. I feel like there were a lot of. They're showing holiday inns, and I don't think that's At the good. holiday inn. <laughs> not as good vibes as you'll get at the Sison. Definitely not. But, yeah, so it's, it's like they wanted it to be, like, really charming and comfortable, and every single room is unique, and they're kind of different sized. Oh, I, I have that. no idea how many rooms they have, but back in the day, I think it was 34 or 36 rooms, which seems crazy that you could fit that many hotel rooms 
in a like a home. Yeah, in something that people had as just their home. And I feel like it doesn't look big enough for that. It has that like third floor, like the creepy third floor attic, which they probably turned into um rooms. Yeah. Which freaks me out. That's like the it, oh, I'm sure I it is. I wonder if they have a basement too. And it, well, it's probably because it's well, I don't know. Because in anywhere but Southern California where we are, they have you basements. can have basements, but it's probably longer it's than so it looks old, in this picture. So. Yeah. yeah. Next time I'm in Portsmouth, which is probably going to be in a couple weeks, I should take a picture. You should. I should go visit. Um, but yeah. So anyway, the the legend has it. Ooh, well, there's legend. a bunch of different. <laughs> There's a bunch of different hauntings. Well, I shouldn't say a bunch, but basically room 204. So it's on the second floor. Mm-hmm. Everyone keeps saying that that room has like spirits attached to it. So like one of the things that happens with room 204 is that the key will just like people will think that they left the key to the hotel, like back at the hotel, and then they'll get home from their vacation and they'll open up their suitcase and 204 will be like just laying there, the key. So they said that is it they like keep a, getting the hotel said that they keep getting the key like shipped back to them because it keeps getting left with. Them. I don't know. I'm already getting is it chills. Like a, but it freaks me out. I wonder. What, is it like an actual key or is it one of those? That's what I. So I asked keys. my mom because she stayed there, but she stayed there in like oh, 1995 so or 96. So she was she, she could not. Remember. I imagine it has to be one of those like real. Keys, I feel like, like it's an old key, school because it's right? it's an older and that's the vibe that they were going after. Yeah. That like antique that's old. Weird. Yeah. But the doors lock and unlock themselves too. So like maids will, there was one story I read online that um, I don't know if it was like one single instance or if this has happened multiple times, but um, the maids, when they try to go into the doors, like it won't let them in, but like just that morning or whatever they were doing, like went in and did the turn down or whatever, and it was working. So it's like, there's no reason that it shouldn't. And then there was another time when, this couple came back to their room and they were trying to get into their room. I don't know if it was room 204, if it was just like a different room, but they were trying to get into their room and the key, like the, it just like wasn't turning, nothing was happening. And then people from the hotel were trying to help them. And then finally they called the locksmith to come. And as soon as he put the key in, it just let him in. He was probably like, you idiot. <laughs> yeah. And so everyone was joking online. They were like, oh, the ghost just wanted some like alone time, yeah. like wanted the room to itself. <laughs> But, um, yeah, there's been a lot of stuff and they, what they, a lot of people are saying online is that they think it's like a man and a woman. Um, because one of that's why they went alone time. Dude, maybe, I don't know. So there's two legends and there's like nothing in history that actually verifies any of this. So like, that's why obviously they're legends. So there are no names Um, or anything. It's just a man and a woman. Okay, well, the number one legend was that John Sice was having an affair with a maid, Ooh. and then the maid told him to leave his wife, and then he was like, dude, no. So he killed her and then killed himself Come in room 204. I feel like that's common sense, though. Like, no one's going to leave. That rarely happens where people leave their Or, like, why? And why? But what makes less sense is that she was like, hey, leave your wife. And he's like, no. So my solution is now to just kill both of us. That doesn't make sense. Wait, he killed both of them? I'm so sorry. that's I one of the legends. Okay. The legend is that he, she was like, hey, leave your wife for me. And he said no. And then he killed her and killed himself in room 204. 
I don't think that's real. And then legend number two is that there was a butler and a maid and they had a relationship. And when it ended, he killed her and then killed himself in room 204. So that's the legend. So people say like, I think they've seen a woman or I don't really know because most of the info is on the, on the man. But, um, the man is, I guess, like this kind of like cheeky, flirty spirit. And Mm -hmm. maids are pretty scared of him because they'll, they'll go in and feel cold spots in the room. And then they'll also feel, this goes in line too with our podcast (laughs) name. There was a report of one of the maids was bent over and she felt a man like grab her hips and like come up behind her. And then another maid felt like this overwhelmingly like kind of like suave, like charming presence come and try to pull her into a closet. That's like charming. trying to get it on. That's charming. Well, I guess, I guess to her. <laughs> to her, that's her, her idea of charming. That's charming. She, yeah, she said that she just like felt like she was being touched and like pulled away towards oh. the closet. And then um, there have been other women who've reported waking up, and one of the women said that she like actually saw or like felt, I don't know which one, saw or felt like someone laying down on the bed next oh, to her. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, it was fucked up. I hate that I'm going to be home alone tonight now. <laughs> oh, no. Come sleep over. Uh, yeah. Just come home come with me. Go, come home with me. <laughs> come home with me. <laughs> that is real charm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Come home with me. I'll take care of you. Um, but yeah, no, that's what freaks me out the most is like something getting into bed with you. Or like and something that you touching can feel you. it. Yeah, because that's what they say. Like in children's books, they say like the number one rule when writing a children's book is to never let the scary thing ever, ever, ever touch the child. That's what's the scariest, that something can touch you that (gasps) that's like unseen. I also don't know why you'd be writing a children's book with a scary thing. It doesn't sound like a children's book. Unless it's like keeping you away from like stranger danger kind of thing. Yeah, or like... What are the, what was that old book like scariest to tell in the dark? Scariest. <laughs> scariest. I kind of like that scary. Scariest to tell in the dark. Maybe I'll write a children's book called Scariest to Tell. But it was, it was like scary stories to tell in the dark. Oh, I never. Or something like that. It was a children's book though or was it like a preteen? YA, young adult. I don't know. I was for sure in middle school when I read it. I don't know. But it's scary. Yeah, anyway, scary. so the, the maid has felt that happen to her. Um, people have reported seeing footsteps like imprints of footsteps in the carpet like going up oh. towards the side of the bed but never away oh god this is so freaking i would never stay That's there a dirty ghost i shouldn't say i would never stay there because what if what if someone gets mad at me from this person <laughs> i wouldn't stay in room 204 that's where do they I'm all happen in be. 204 or i don't i don't think so oh, okay. but i think that's kind of like one of the hot spots right um but yeah so oh and the other thing is is there's an ice machine that gets played with a lot so like people maids will find like trails of ice mm-hmm. leading into like a pile in one of the rooms or something and someone's reported seeing ice actually being thrown so that's a little freaky that they do that and there's been potted plants that were like thrown across I the feel room like it's crazy when like they can actually move move stuff. and manipulate things because that's i feel like that's, that's why it's a lot like, of really energy scary yeah because then what else can they do like what if they could throw a knife Right? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if there's ever been, like, death by ghost. Oh, people that should be a... Know. That should be a... Death by episode. ghost. Death by ghost. Where people think maybe it was a suicide, but yeah. really, really there's something messed up. <gasps> that would be really awful. 
like someone was saying that they felt hauntings and stuff and no going one believed on and, them. Uh huh. And then they and ended up they dead, ended and everyone was like, "They were going crazy." They they killed themselves. We'll never know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might find out. How? I don't, it. I don't want to find out because the only no, way we well, would find out is if a ghost came back and said, this is what happened to me and I do not want to see a ghost. I kind of do. I've seen, You've seen too them. many in my lifetime. I really want to do a Ouija board. Nope, I will not do it with you. You can do it alone <laughs> or away from me. I can't do it while we're on a podcast together. No, oh my God, because it's going to freaking attach itself to me. But if it, no, it wouldn't. You're just saying that because you want to do it. I won't. I'm so afraid of them, but I totally have. I know. I'm I'm totally afraid of it, but I also like really want to do it. It's when we were, when I was really young, when I was in elementary school, I was playing the Ouija board at my friend Elena's house and her house was actually like, had some stuff going on too. And this is such a little kid thing, but someone in our group totally farted and we're all like, (laughs) oh, it smells so gross. And then we're on the Ouija board and we're like, did you just fart? And it went to yes. And we're like, that and I was now that I'm older, I'm like, wait, that's not true. Someone for sure someone just farted. Yeah. But and hey, like, they blame it on the ghost. ghost. They had some good timing. That's awesome. Good for them. I know. <laughs> but I wish like, I could blame it on the ghost every dude, time. Like, well, you have a cat, you can blame it on the cat. But anyway, anyway so at the, at the at the so like all this stuff is happening, furniture moves around, the elevator will go up and down by itself, and like in order to do that, the buttons have the to be pressed. So they're getting pressed from the inside. Um, there's also a rocking chair kind of near the lobby that people have reported. Rocking chairs are the freakiest thing ever. And my mom used to have a stupid rocking chair in my room. And guess what was on the rocking chair? An old raggedy hand doll that had my name stitched into the stomach. Oh, that's It's so messed up. Yeah. After my brother saw that movie, what was that movie with the doll? Chucky? No, no, no. Uh, uh, Annabelle. Annabelle. My mom texts me and she goes, "Do you know where your old Raggedy Ann doll is?" And I was like, "I'm no. pretty sure I got rid of that so long ago." And she's like, "Dang it, I wanted to scare your brother tonight." And I was like, "That's so That's cool." So fucked up. Are you <laughs> it's kidding? So fucked up. My brother did that to me after I watched The Strangers. I had a oh. sleepover with a couple of my girlfriends, and he, I was having a sleepover with some of his guy friends. My brother's three years younger than me, right. um, but we were young, so he was like, he was like early middle school or something like when this happened. And he and his friends stayed up late at night crafting costumes that looked like strangers. And then in the middle of the night, I, like, kind of get my attention. Like, my consciousness comes back from being asleep because there's a light kind of going. And I look over, and it's my brother and his friends standing in the hallway. Because we're sleeping in the basement. They're standing by the stairs, just, like, backlit in the costumes. (gasps) I never... What an elaborate prank. I know. He's better. They at just everything. stood there waiting for you guys to wake up. Yep. That's that's, that's a psychopath. That's the, yeah. <laughs> I'm concerned for your brother. <laughs> and for your life. He just like he's one of those people that like he goes all in, so when he decides to do something, like it's he's gonna do it. Yeah. It's never like that's oh fair. I kinda wanna prank someone. It's like he will go it's like I'm gonna make sure this prank works. Yeah, but like that's how he is with everything. It's like, oh I'm gonna draw a picture and all of a sudden it's like the best drawing you've ever seen it's annoying Ugh, we should just kill him <laughs> <laughs> that's extreme he'd come back and haunt us i'm kidding i'm kidding sorry christian i don't even know you that well i've never met you well i love you so <laughs> we won't do that i promise i won't kill you sabrina's gonna kill you and then try to contact you on the ouija board <laughs> i would definitely get haunted and i don't want to 
there have been some people, some non-believers that I have promised, like, I will come back and haunt you for a couple days after. Just to prove it? If I am deceased before you, I will haunt you. Yeah. I always think about that. Would I, who would I haunt? Because I, I would definitely, like, make my presence, like, known to some Yeah. To some people. Would you want to haunt people that you don't really like? Or would you want to just, like, be like, hey, mom, I'm okay. Like, give signs. Uh, or, like, both. Both. Like, I think I would, like, want to tell people I'm okay. Like, depending on how I died. If it was, like, old age or whatever, you know? But, like, yeah. if it's, like, a weird freak accident or someone kills me, I'd want to tell people I'm okay. Yeah. And then I'd want to pull pranks. <laughs> it's like when you're a little kid and they say if you had a super power, what would it be? And everyone always says to be invisible or to fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, those are the two. Yeah. I would. I Mine always was, said I'd I wanted be invisible. To, I wanted to read people's minds. Wow, you went rogue. I went rogue. Um, all right, back to back to this. So that's all the stories about like what's been going on with other people. But my mom stayed there, and so oh, I kind of want to go like personal stories into what happened to her. So back in 1995, I was two years old at this Little point. Baby Corinne. I was a baby, and um, my mom was working at a company that was in Laconia. So. For people that don't know New Hampshire, that's about an hour away from Portsmouth. Um, and the the place that she worked for, they had an offsite meeting that they would do at the Sison, I think, every year. Oh, wow. So my mom stayed there when I was two because of her company. She said there were like about like seven or eight people and she was the only woman. So she was in HR and she went to this meeting and it was just a bunch of men. So they gave her her own room and she got like one of the nice rooms and she cannot remember which room it was, but she yeah. does kind of think it was on the second floor. Oh. And she said this before I told her that all this stuff was on the second floor. Oh. I was like, do you remember what room you were in? And she's like, ah, I think it was on the second floor, but I can't be certain because it was a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure it was on the second floor. Um, but anyway, so after their meeting, they all go to bed and she's in bed and then she wakes up because she kind of feels like someone's looking at no. her. So she opens her eyes and she looks over to the window and there's a man, like an older man dressed in like old, she said like military garb or something. And he's looking out of the window and she was like, Whoo, this is not real. This is not real. So she like closed her eyes. And so then, it wasn't looking at her. No, it wasn't looking at her. Thank God. Can you imagine if you woke up and someone's freaking staring at you? I feel like that's like a I would movie lose my trope. Shit. That's so terrifying. I... I just looked around the room to make sure no one was Me too. <laughs> I literally just looked at all the dark corners. I was like, hallway, reflection, we should the TV. Turn all of the lights on. <laughs> I've totally slept with all the lights on before when I, I get scared. Too. That's how many nights I've scared myself too, too much. Uh, but anyway, so she, she's in bed. She wakes up. This man is staring out the window. She said he's a little bit older, probably like in his 50s. And my mom is in her 50s. So mm -hmm. the, the fact that she said he was older, it's okay for me to say that that's <laughs> older because she said it. Um, older than her at the time, nice. who was in her 30s. So anyway, she closes her eyes. She opens up again. And he's gone. And so then the next morning she goes down to like the whole like little breakfast area. Mm -hmm. And someone goes, oh, Deborah, how did you sleep? And she goes, actually, I kind of something, something weird happened. And then the president of the company turns and goes, did you see a ghost? And she was like, oh, I tell the chills. I know. <laughs> and she goes, 
no. I, I mean, I don't know why I said she said no. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. Just Everything was in my imagination. <laughs> um, but she was like, yes, I did. Did you? And he goes, no, I didn't see a ghost, but my house back home in Laconia is haunted. So then, because I asked her, I was like, did anyone kind of like give you resistance and be like, you're crazy? Right. But she was like, the president immediately was like, I'm from a haunted house. Did you see a ghost? So she said, everyone shut up and was like pretty supportive. Oh, that's like <laughs> rare to find a bunch of people. I know, like, I know. Yes. Well, everyone was afraid to say anything because right. the president was there and she said that at you're the time. You're fired. You don't yeah. believe in ghosts. She said he was kind of like, like they got along, but he was kind of Uh-oh. someone who was like intimidating. So no one would want right. to kind of cross him. But a couple years later, after this whole thing happens, my dad, uh, he had worked, he was working at an insurance company at the time that was not Allstate, um, but he was working at that company and he had a coworker. Um, the coworker ended up leaving the company and I was working for some like carpentry company or made his own carpentry company. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but so my parents, when they were redoing stuff on the house, they had him contracted him out to do it. And so my mom was just like kind of shooting the shit with him about Portsmouth and like mm-hmm. where she's from. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, like my wife works at the Sison in Portsmouth. And my mom goes, oh, I have to tell you what happened oh to gosh. me at the Sison. He freaks out and he's like, you have to talk to my wife because she works at the front desk. So he just calls his wife right there, puts my mom on the phone and they start going off about the experience oh and everything. God. Yeah. So my mom's telling her everything. And so everything online, here's the thing with that everyone says it's like a man and a woman um but my mom's experience was with one man who was not trying to schmooze her and get in bed with her he was just kind of like hanging and then the woman that we talked to that we talked to that your mom i did not i was like (laughs) when you were at this time now um the woman that my mom talked to that worked at the front desk she said that there were two men that they knew of one was like pretty playful. That was the one that did like all in bed with people. Yeah, and would like move furniture around. And then the other one was like pretty quiet. So like my mom was lucky because she got the quiet one, not like the really busy one. Um, but the one that's like very mischievous will like spook the maids and walk around. Right. And she said that the a lot of the maids quit because they're afraid of the ghosts. And she also said that when she was at the front desk, she would literally see the like the mischievous ghost that man walk like walk in front of her walk out of the hotel and she would yell she'd be like what are you doing where are you going don't go out there and he he wouldn't um, he wouldn't respond but she would like talk to him like don't go out there like don't go scare people on the street and he would go outside and then however many minutes later or an hour later the door would open and he'd come back inside Wait, I wonder if, like, people in the neighborhood have stories. I know. Like, if he goes to other houses. Yeah. Yeah, So, like, she said that happened, and my mom couldn't exactly remember the name, but she thought that they nicknamed him Charlie or something, the one that, like, will leave and do all the stuff. Um, But, yeah, when my mom stayed there, she had no idea that the the inn was haunted. And the other weird thing is nothing, besides those, like, supposed legends, Mm -hmm. nothing actually happened at the inn there was a weird thing like i wonder why they chose to be there i know because so the reason that it came out like people were speculating that it was a guy and a woman was because um down the street like in night in the early 1900s there was a murder suicide of a husband and wife so that's why people kind of were like, maybe it was maybe that because it was like tied it to that. Yeah, it was like a couple houses down, and then huh. also because it could be that it could be that guy and the woman, because then there was a third guy 
um, a third guy, a third person, a second guy who was stabbed or no, he wasn't stabbed. He was clubbed to death again in the early 1900s, right outside the door of the house. But he was wearing military garb. So that's interesting. Well, I was trying to look it up. Like the guy that was clubbed to death, his name was George Stilton or something like that. So I was trying to look up his like death and stuff, but I didn't see anything about what he's wearing. Was Sykes in the military or anything? Did it say anything about that? Dude, I should have done research and looked this up, but I just totally okay. didn't. It's okay. We'll look it up later. <laughs> we'll look it up later. And probably never tell nope. you guys. No, it's for it's ourselves. It's just for us. It's just for us. It's our little secret. Yeah. But, but that's what's weird is because, like, nothing tragic actually happened at that house. So people are like, are that's these so displaced spirits? Like, why are they all sticking around and haunting this one place Maybe when they, they didn't die yeah. there? Well, for the one guy, it makes sense because, like, he was there's all these right pretty outside. women. No, oh. <laughs> there's all these pretty women coming into it. Like, oh, yeah. great stomping grounds. And if he was cheating on his wife, he doesn't want the same woman. He wants different women. Well, he's not getting them because the maids <laughs> are saying no and then they're quitting. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, that's my story. I really like that because I feel like I've never heard of it. It was so Yeah, and I probably wouldn't have chosen it had my mom not been there because there wasn't that much online about – it was like the same stories over and over. But the fact that my mom met the woman who worked at the front desk too who totally validated everything my mom said and was like, yeah, I know that guy. Also, that woman at the front desk just seems awesome. Yeah. Like – just like, yep, these ghosts exist. I like try to keep them inside. Yeah, he like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, they don't go out by. there, Excuse me. Come hang out with me instead. You're not allowed to check out today. <laughs> what did you choose? Um, what hotel? I did the Stanley Hotel, which is what The Shining is based off of, which is Stephen yes. King's book. Iconic. Iconic. And also, I love Stephen King. I read like all of his books. It's bad. Like, it's, which, I feel like it's the. Wait, that's so funny that you chose that because when I was leaving the apartment to come over here, I was g- walking down a pathway and then I went into the elevator and it I meant to go down, but I accidentally went up first. And the guy at the top of the elevator, he walks in and he goes, oh, weren't you just walking down there? Because he saw me outside of the window. And I go, yeah, 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 I was. But like the elevator was called up first before and he goes, oh my God, I thought I was having a moment from The Shining, like with the twins. Oh, weird. Yeah. And now you're doing it. And now I'm talking about it. Um, where's johnny why's johnny you do it in a fun way it's not scary the way you do I know. it where's johnny, where's johnny? My game show. <laughs> <laughs> um Red Rum. is that scary okay. <laughs> that is scary I'm trying to redeem Even myself scarier that you made solid eye contact <laughs> with me when you did that <laughs> just trying to freak you out um okay it was built <laughs> it was built by freeland oscar stanley and he was struck with a life life-threatening case of tuberculosis in 1903 and he, the doctors recommended that he spend more time outside with fresh air um tuberculosis is what we had to get tested for before going to college right yeah it's like tb testing yeah but it's weird because i feel like it's a very rare disease now i know people who have it really yeah it's one of those things that stays in your blood like when you have it, it can it will always show up in blood tests, oh. but it can be dormant for a long time. So you can get treated, and then it will never come back up or like flare or up or back. something. Huh. I don't know enough about I, it. Well, yeah, I read Freeland had it, and then it went away. But then in 1903, he was struck with a life threatening case. So he was recommended to go spend some time outside in the sunlight. 
So him and his wife, Flora, went to the Rocky Mountains of Colorado, and he didn't die. He got better. Woo! <laughs> he didn't die. He didn't die. So he's not the ghost. He is not the ghost. Yet. But because he got better, he resolved to turn Estes Park into a resort town. So he began construction in 1907 and built the Stanley Hotel. Exactly. <laughs> and if you look at pictures, it is like the most stunning hotel. It's massive. I think I have a picture. And then, um, but it's also up on a hill. So it's super eerie. And you can't really see it there, but like. It's really big. It's way Wait, up. Did in, they film? They the filmed movie? Dumb and Dumber there. Where did they film The Shining? I don't actually know if it was filmed there. It might have been. I should know this stuff. Some of the pictures look like it. So it's very Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? So, yeah. They so built it and it was up it. on a hill and it was creepy. It was very creepy, very eerie. Uh, and it opened July 4th, 1909. And it was a 48-room hotel. And he built it for the upper-class American uh, friends that he had. Oh, uh, he wanted a swanky hotel. It was like a swanky place. And he made it so like accommodated what activities. What a bougie for He was so bougie. That's unfair to the rest of us. Like, I'll tell you, he in the main building, it was built for letter writing and journaling during the day. And then it was for chamber music at night. You know, wait, letter writing? Letter writing and journaling during the day. Like for you to write letters or like actually like the art of lettering. I think to write dying. letters. To be like, I am now staying at the Stanley Hotel in Estes Here's Park. my postcard. Here's a postcard. Let me tell you all about my chamber music I went to last night. I love <laughs> the accent. Thanks. It's so good. I... And the smile that you have when you do it is even better. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel nervous. Uh, I know you're red. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hot in here um okay so the hotel was equ- wasn't equipped with heat until 1983 so similar to the book the shining it closed for every winter um until 1983 um and they closed every winter because it was impossible to get up there and like they would just get like dumped on with snow so it would just be blocked off and no one could get up there so there were four main parts of the building. Actually, three main parts of the building. There's the main building, which I said is built for letter writing and journaling during the day and chamber music at night. Then there was the concert hall, which was built for Flora. It was a gift to her because she was an avid pianist. Pianist? <laughs> I was thinking penis the whole time, and then you stopped and did it, and I couldn't hold it in. I will never not laugh at the word penis. 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 Uh, we are mature. Uh, <laughs> Clearly, we named our podcast Two Girls, One Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> but cool thing, the stage has a trap door, and the lower level once had a bowling alley. So it was originally Wait, that's so built cool. to have a bowling alley. But they got rid of it, which I think is stupid. That is dumb. Um, and then there was a lodge, which was a smaller hotel between the main structure and the concert hall. And it was the only part of the complex that was heated during like from 1909 to 1983 then in stephen king's book the shining they he like featured a hedge maze and it was like a huge part did you have you seen it yes it's like the one of the most prominent parts of the book actually for someone's film project i like redid it i was wendy oh it was 
probably one of my worst acting jobs I've ever done. I bet you did great. Well, it was the scene where she's crying and he's like going after her. In the bathroom? Yeah, no, I was not good at that. Yeah. Oh, that's a terrifying scene. I was really not good at it. But to be fair, and I'm sorry if I'm um, offending anyone, but that actress did not do a good job. Really? It's like... (gasps) Like, it looks really bad. I haven't seen it in a long time. I thought she was good. I read online that they, like, were actually really mean to her on set, and oh, they really? wouldn't talk to her and all that's this stuff so to, like, me- like mess, mess with, with her. her mind. Yeah, and make her actually, like... Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. I think they did a little bit of apparently, torture. This is, like, Not some physical, movie, movie buff stuff, but apparently Stephen King didn't love the way they did The Shining. So he ended up making his own version of it that aired on TV. But I've never seen that. Before. I've never seen it. We should watch it. Yeah. Um, so I'll talk about Stephen King a little bit. Oh, wait. The Hedge. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to finish what I was saying before. So uh, the Hedge Maze existed only in the book. And then in 2015, they built the maze in order to um, pay homage to The Shining. Oh, so they actually... So they added it. So it wasn't hotel. a part of the hotel. It was never part Stephen of the King hotel. just was like... I want it to be. Yeah. And then they made it. Well, he didn't say I want it to be. He like wrote it in the book. Well, yeah. And then because everyone um, associates the Stanley Hotel with The Shining, they were like, well, let's just give them what they want and make it even creepier. So they built a huge hedge maze and they did a, this whole competition and basically like, this woman won or man, I don't know, someone won the competition and they constructed that maze. Whoa. Yeah. Um, so a little bit about Stephen King and the hotel. The reason he was inspired to write The Shining was because he spent a night with his wife, Tabitha, in room 217 while on vacation in 1974. When they arrived, they found out that they were the only overnight guests that evening. Like, the entire hotel was empty. It was, like, a a huge snowstorm that night. So, like, no other guests were there. So he and his wife basically lived it. Yeah. So that night he had a dream of his then three-year-old son running through these long corridors. I just got chills. But like basically from I'm freaked out too. I have chills. Yeah. So he had a dream of his then three-year-old son running through the corridors, looking over his shoulders, eyes wide, screaming. He woke up in a sweat like. Oh my God. I have. I'm. I yeah. shaved my legs, but it's like <laughs> I never did. Your hair just my hair. back. That's the oh, spot. Yeah. <laughs> long hair don't care. <laughs> Um, he woke up in a sweat, lit a cigarette and like looked out the window and then like within minutes had the bones of the book already in his mind. There's like some, you have to be already just a great writer to write. Like I have plenty of fucked up dreams and I'm not like, yes, a lot of cigarettes. I know you have, you're not, you're not lighting a cigarette. That's your problem. I need to pick up a smoke. <laughs> um, there are some other versions of the story, but this is the one that was, like, the most consistent. Um, so there are a ton of ghost stories that come from the Stanley, and about 80% of them come from the concert hall. But there are, I think, like, six main players in terms of, Wait, like, Wait, is ghosts. the concert hall, was that where the lettering or letter writing was happening? No, that was the area that was a gift for Flora. Oh. Because she was a... that's why i blocked that whole part of your thing out because you said pianist and it all went down for me oh like my brain only kept that word from that whole section (laughs) oh oh Oh, my god (laughs) leia just fell off the couch 
Oh, that was scary. That was terrifying. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Thank you, Leia. Okay. She doesn't care. She just went back to licking herself. Um, okay. Licking her pianist. <laughs> what? <laughs> I feel like I've gotten very slow. Okay, I just need to pick this up. Okay, so. Flora and Freeland Stanley, who are the owners of the hotel, uh, apparently haunt the hotel, but in a, like, good way. Like, they're never, like, none of the ghosts are, like, malicious. Yeah, they're just, like, looking intent. over the future guests. Right. Like, making sure everyone's cool. Yeah. So, they, um, Flora was the piano. I'm not going to say the word again. But so, she apparently. She plays the piano. She plays the piano. So, apparently, a lot of people hear eerie melodies resonating, resonating through the hotel at night. And people have seen her playing the piano in the hotel lobby that's so cool yeah um and then freeland's ghost uh has seen been seen in the billiards room which was one of his favorite pastimes uh but he's also been seen in the administrative offices perhaps overseeing operations um then this one elizabeth wilson is the one that most people have experiences with she was the she's a ghost she's a ghost yeah she was the chief housekeeper of the hotel in the 1900s. Um, in 1911, a storm blew out all of the power, so she went around lighting all of the lanterns. And when she went into room 2000, or I keep saying 2000. 2000. When she went into room 217, she there was like a weird freak explosion in the room, and she fell through the flooring and landed on the the room below and broke both of her ankles. That is the worst timing. Yeah. But she lived. Oh. She lived. It was just like an accident. and um, Just an accident. Just an accident. Just <laughs> broke, her, broke both of her ankles. Whoops, I was trying to write slow on the lantern and not blow on it. <laughs> light it. Light it. Um, light the lantern. Yes. I can't do accents and think at the same time. <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> uh, so she said to linger in the room and tend to guess. So she's like, so maybe she was just like, that's when her life went downhill, so she's like yeah. back in that room haunting. I like that. It. She's like a caretaker yeah. ghost. She's she's wanting nice. everyone to feel comfy and yeah, warm. So then there's um the Earl of Dunraven, who literally had never been to, been to the hotel, but apparently owned the land prior to the hotel being built. Um, then, but he didn't die there. He never died there. He never even went to the hotel. This is like basically yeah. the same thing with me it's like the displaced ghosts but maybe he like had the same attachment that uh stanley had like where it like was open air and he just loved it so much yeah you know maybe he just like had that attachment to it was like i want to be buried here one day and then right. there just happened to be a hotel so oh, he could live there. stop um so the earl of dunraven he yeah um so he apparently he's apparently been seen and haunting room 407 and the aroma of his cherry pipe tobacco lingers in the room. And occasionally a ghostly face has been seen staring out of the room 407 window. Another, I'm happy that it's staring out. Yeah. And not at the person but again, in the like, room. I, again. like, I feel like the scenery is just so pretty that it... Um, everyone's looking at the like, landscape. Oh, so pretty. Yeah. Um, when we pass, should we go there too? Should we go to the Stanley Hotel? Yeah, when we pass away. Is that like... Oh. I was like, should Where we go, go now? And I was oh. like, yes, I would love to. Oh, we could do that too. We could do that too. I feel like there are probably other better places to go. When you die? 
I'm trying to think of places. I'll probably go to Pig Island in the Bahamas. I'll probably go to like an animal, like a cat shelter. Mm. <laughs> All of the cats are freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> they're just always scared. And always meowing, always do. jumping. All you want to do is love them I and they're terrified. Aww. Oh. Poor cats. Poor future cats that you will haunt. Poor me, because I'm going to be scaring these cats and all I want to do is love You're them. You're just going to live out your ghost life crying. Oh, maybe I shouldn't go there then. Choose, yeah, come to the Pig Island with me. Mm. I've never been, but I'm pretty sure it's in like Nassau or somewhere. Exuma? Maybe I'll do that. We'll see. Well, okay, we'll see. Um, the fourth floor was apparently, when it was first built, it was reserved for like nannies and children. And they would stay on that floor so, like, the adults couldn't have their nice vacation and oh. be, like, upper class and... Not have to worry about the kids. Hoity-toity, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hoity-toity. Hoity-toity. So, apparently, people hear, like, sounds of laughter and playing, like, running like around. Like kids? Like, yeah, like kids in, in on the fourth floor. So, like, in the rooms, if you stay on the fourth floor and also in the hallways. Is that, like... But, like, it's just so weird when kids... Like, if they didn't die there, is it just, like, residual energy? Or did they, like, it could have, have been, such a fun time and came back? It might have been just, like, a fun time. Oh like, I mean, that is that is a fun time. Like, you're just with other kids. Like, yeah. you, you have no rules. You're probably, like... That was my the worst nannies, nightmare. The nannies probably never came back. I feel like it's just... Oh, yeah. They're like, nannies we are, like, are that was out of here. the worst time of my life. Never doing this again. Totally yeah. underpaid. Oh, I'm sure. If paid at all. Um. Okay. Then Lucy... Who, I feel like Lucy is one of the, like, Elizabeth and Lucy are the biggest ones because Lucy actually died there. Lucy's the only one who actually died at the hotel. Lucy is. Yeah, so the rumor goes, or the legend goes, um, that in the mid-1970s, Lucy, who was, everything says from 13 to 19 years old, so somewhere between that age, was a runaway and was squatting in the hotel's basement. And some maintenance crew found her while they were surveying the basement while they were trying to, like, do construction plans or something. And they told her um, that she had to leave. They, like, basically kicked her out. And it was, like, the beginning of winter. They kicked her out. She had nowhere to go. And she froze to death that night outside. It dropped, like, below freezing. And she died. But she still... But, like, all the hauntings... And I'll read, like, specific stories of people experiencing it. But apparently... Like, she was nice. She Nothing was yeah. bad. Um, That's so sad. I know. She, it's it like, sad. wouldn't you realize, too? And also, it's a hotel. Don't like, give her a freaking room. Let her just... Or just freaking tell her to go sit on the couch and she can hang out in the lobby. Right? Like, sit if by you the fireplace. Her, yeah. Don't yeah, push her out sad. in the snow. And you'd think in the 1970s, they were like... Yeah, that's not that long ago. They were more like, chill and, like... still care about yeah. human life. Okay. And then there, were two, there are two other ghosts that exist. At Stanley. Eddie, who is a former security guard, um, and he's detected by his smell of bad odor. Oh. He has really bad BO. That's really sad. I know. For him and his reputation. But maybe he's, like, just trying to make his, like, presence, presence known. known. So he's, like, maybe he's farting. He's farting. <laughs> Any kids can blame it on Eddie. Board. Um, and then Paul is the last ghost. He was a member of the grounds crew, and he died on... Oh, he died on site, too. Oh, wow. Uh, while plowing snow one winter. He was a heavy, heavy smoker, and people often smell the smoke from his cigarettes. He is a residual haunting. Um, okay, so 
Um, room 401, Lord Dunraven has been claimed to um, hang out in the closet a lot. And That's he, like messed up. Never do that to right. someone. But he's also a like a charmer and he like loves touching women, like similar to your Ew, ghost. but think about it. He's I coming know. out of the closet and then touching women. He's a creep. Yeah. But he, um, women have said that they felt their hair being played with, an arm around their shoulder or waist, a hand moving at the back of their leg. And men don't feel particularly welcome in this room. Uh, he's jealous. Oh, some of, some of them have felt him pressing into their bed. Similar to yours. Maybe they know each other. <laughs> Maybe they were brothers. Maybe they were brothers. They're like, let's pick hotels. Yeah. That's that was their, And let's lay in bed with women. That was their like blood brother like pack. Right. Yeah. Maybe they did what we did, like talked about where they were gonna go after they died. But we and picked then, or I picked an island that is inhabited but by pigs. And I picked a cat shoulder. So we like animals. Yes. They like women. Oh, Leah, you knew we were talking um, about you. Let's see. Oh, there was a man who stayed in that room for a one, and he saw someone, like, taking his wedding ring into the closet. So he followed, and no one was in the closet. Dude, that's yeah. messed up. Yeah. So he was like, I'm going to take your wife. You're not married anymore kind of thing. That's so aggressive. That's very aggressive. I would be scared. I wonder if they were like, we need a different room. Or if they just checked out. Yeah, I wonder. But it's like, okay, from a ghost perspective or from Lord Dunraven's perspective, perspective. your psychology, like you're into this stuff. Like what is the psychology of this? Like what is his plan? You know, like what does he think he's going to do? I don't know because I feel like also when they do, I mean, we don't know because we're not ghosts, but do ghosts know? Like there's one thing to be if you pass away and – Right. You, a loved one is going through a hard time or something and then like your grandmother visits you or something right. like that and like makes their presence known only in certain moments but to like ha- constantly hang out and maybe not recognize that life has moved on right. past you does that mean that they don't know that they're dead or do they just not have a per like do they not feel a sense of purpose of moving on that didn't make sense what i said no i, you know I get what, I mean. what you're saying yeah i, I don't know I mean, maybe this isn't the place that we should, like, talk about how ghosts work because we could do that I'm sure a different there's episode. so many. Yeah. But also, I feel like people have so many different opinions on that that yeah. it can get messy. And how can anyone... That's exactly no the thing. It's know. an opinion. How yeah, could anyone know unless yeah. they were a ghost at one time? And then a couple months later, we're like, hey, I'm going back. <laughs> I'm going back. Well, that's reincarnation, that I guess. <laughs> that was fun. Let's that do it again. Fun. All right. Um... Okay, in 407, people have reported being tucked in. Uh, a little boy said that he kept t- kicking his covers off, and they kept coming back up throughout the night. His mother was shocked and said that she hadn't woke up, woken up during the night and certainly didn't keep covering him. Another, That's actually really sweet. It is sweet. And the fourth floor was the nannies and the kids. Oh, that's right. So maybe a nanny did love her job. Yeah. Or I wonder if it was, like, a mother who went up and, like, was just like, I'm going to check on you before I go down. It sounds like a maternal presence. It does feel like for a maternal sure. presence. Um, another guest reported feeling someone sit on the edge of their bed. But when she turned the light on, no one was there. But she saw an indentation as if someone had just gotten up. I took chills from that. I don't like that. I don't like close proximity. Yeah. Ooh. Um, a lot of stuff actually happens on the fourth floor, and I feel like it's the children who are, like, just fucking with people. Yeah. 
Um, ba- bathroom lights have been reported, reported to turn on and off on their own. Um, another covers are removed during the night. Uh, a little girl who was four years old and her mother stayed there. And the following morning, the girl reported being tickled by a little boy during the night. She wasn't afraid. She wasn't afraid though, and told the little boy to stop, and he did. He was just trying to play. Yeah, and you know, obviously, he was raised right because she said he no. listened. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, I'm sorry that you weren't feeling this way. Yeah, of playing right now. So I will stop. I'll stop. I'll let you sleep. Yeah, I kind, have kind boy, kind boy, kind boy. I have that. I've told you, my brother when he was a kid. What? He used to, like, my brother used to wake up in the middle of the night and was like. Mom, tell the little boy I don't want to play. I'm trying to sleep. <gasps> Wait, I remember you did yeah. this. But we'll get into I have, like, so much with that. Yeah, we have a That could be stories. a whole other episode. I was tucked in one time, too, but I'll tell you oh, that another time. I did not like it. Yeah, that does not sound nice. I was awake when it happened, <laughs> which was even worse. No. Um, let's see. Room 217, which is the one Stephen King stayed in, uh, a lot of housekeeping events happen in this room which is makes sense because elizabeth wilson was the um housekeeper of the hotel Uh, yeah uh so guests have returned to the room after dropping off their bags and finding their luggage completely unpacked for them a lot of other guests have reported their shoes being lined up neatly on the end of the bed um and i guess the room used to be part of a much larger suite until the mid-2000s so some people report shadows like passing through walls like, as if it still is that sweet. Yeah. Oh, Paul, the guy who died on the, the groundskeeper. Crew. Yeah, he, um, let's see. Apparently, he was known to enforce a hotel's 11 p.m. curfew. So, it's not uncommon to hear a, a faint and ominous get out in the after hours, though it's unclear if he'd be so bold as to hush the hotel founder, Flora Stanley, who is often the one that's playing the piano past 11. So they don't know who's exactly saying so that. So Paul wasn't very fun. He just kind no, of stuck by the No, he was a party pooper. They call Eddie the stinky man because of his farting. Mm. Or his B.O. His B.O. I wonder if he had B.O. when he was alive. Or if that was just like... A thing. He was like, oh, like this is how I want people... That's how he want people to... to re- remember me. <laughs> or like, to know me now. He used to be very harsh and mean... But apparently has become more playful and a prankster. And apparently a ladies' man. He's a lot of things. There are a lot of ladies' men here. He's well-rounded. often found stroking the hair and kissing the cheeks of female guests. Um, I feel like there's a theme. Like a lot of male ghosts finding women. Right? So if you have maybe an unfulfilling sex life. As when you were alive, you, you stick around and try to, try to sneak your way get, in. Get your uh, fill in. Yeah. Make up for lost time. Unfinished business. That's really sad. It is sad. But also, I'm but just speculating. Like, we don't yeah, know that's if that's true. actually what, do we what know? happened. Maybe they're just play a play and play maybe play. They, yeah, maybe they were players in real life and they're players in the afterlife. In the too. afterlife. They never stopped. They went never up to heaven. Playing. They were like, everyone's too holy there. We're going to head on back down. To Earth, where people don't realize we're touching them until we're touching them. That's messed up. That's what weird. I said. That's that's strange. That's bordering that on. Yeah, it's creepy. Scary. Scary. But I, I mean, but like good scary. None of them were evil or. It's just yeah, a lot of romance, right? A lot of 
nurturing. I think that's sweet. The nurturing stuff is sweet. Yeah. There was nothing that was bad. It's like, oh, people entertain you with the piano, tuck you into bed, kiss you goodnight, maybe try to get it on a little. Just a little. Just a little. And then, you know, sometimes flicker some lights when you're amazed at the electricity still working. Right. And I like the piano thing. Yeah, I do too. Should we wrap it up? I don't know. I don't really know how to end a podcast. We both told our stories. Sabrina now has to walk me to my car because I'm scared. And we also have to cut a lot of things out of this because we talked about cats for a very long time. Such a long time. Okay. I mean, for me, that's not a bad thing. Nope. So next week, we'll do... Are we going to decide on our category right now while we're on the microphone? We could. That, like, holds us to it. Right. We have to do it then. What was the thing we talked about that we were like, this is something we should really look into? Oh, uh, death by ghost. But is that too? Oh, death by ghost. That would be cool. That would be cool. That's going to be a hard one to that research. That would be a hard one. I mean, we could do it. Why not? We're going to do it eventually. It. Let's try it. And we might text each other and be like, this is Never mind. Difficult. And then we'll and pick something else. Something else. Because we already have a and bunch everyone of, will turn on us and be disappointed. All yeah. of our followers, my dad, your parents, and my mom, they would never turn us in. Well, yeah, they'll at least subscribe. I'm not sure if they'll actually listen to all that. But episodes. my dad, subscriptions will, are important. Subscription, subscribe. Sub- oh, we should right? talk about our social media and our email. And oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is good. We do need to do this. So we have an email, and it is. Two girls, one ghost podcast at gmail.com. Uh, the numbers are spelt out. They are not numbers. Yeah. So if you have any ghost stories that happen to you or recommendations yeah. of, of th- topics to cover or whatever, yeah. definitely email us because we definitely want to hear other people's personal stories. I think that's, that's the most fun. It's like reading fun. what happens yeah. to other people. Right. And I like think actually reading what people like the way that people say it, too. yeah, and not just like retelling like, oh, my friend they said this. this. Yeah, it's like hearing them. Yeah, and we voice. have a lot of friends who have ghost experiences. We have ghost experiences. We'll tell. Yeah, but we did pretty good with not spilling every single one of our ghost stories. Like right. we didn't really do much on this podcast. I just said that little story, but yeah. Because so that was one of the things it. we talked about. Because normally we get so excited and we retell, we retell each other everything. Our each of our seventy stories over yeah. and over again. So we were like, "Don't say it all in the first." We're podcast. trying to keep saying the secret from each other now too. Yeah, like any experiences, we're not trying like, not to tell each other until we do this. So, <laughs> but it's a surprise that we can actually have genuine reactions. Mm-hmm. We also have a Instagram. Uh, it's oh, I just tried to log on, but that's totally my own personal Instagram. It's two girls one ghost. So Instagram is just two girls one ghost. Or email. Do we have any pictures? Two girls one ghost podcast. No, I made this like fifteen minutes before I came over. Uh, I just hope that no one ever like looks at our title and is like, oh, it's me two girls talking about pooping in cups, pooping in cups, doing weird things with it with ghosts <laughs> and ghosts. Yep. It's all of it. It's combined. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, just if you listen to this, hopefully the next one will be better. better. <laughs> this is our first time. I hope you don't hate us. Um, and ho- hopefully it'll get scarier too. Yeah. Once people like start sending us their stories too and we can talk about that, yes. that'll be scarier. 
Also, it'll be way scarier when we're filming. Stop it. What did you just look at? Uh, there was a dust, for sure, dust out of the corner of my eye, but it was like kind of by the balcony. And so I looked over and I got scared. Good. Just for a um, second. But then you got great. scared because you watched Because me. I watched you get scared. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just feeling too jumpy. I, I need know. to go watch my show on Netflix. This is going to be worse than we're recording across the country because we're going to be completely we're gonna be so scared. Yeah. At least you have a live-in boyfriend. That's true. I'm you have alone. a live-in roommate. I do have a live-in roommate. And She's going to have to get used to sleeping with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a roommate, so... And I have Leia. You have a lot of a lot of beings around you. I do have a lot of beings. Although, well, I won't, I won't say it because I don't want to scare you anymore. Don't scare me. I won't, I won't. Okay. Okay. All right, thanks for listening. Bye. Rate and subscribe and follow us on social media. Yes, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> Bye. 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 See you on the other side. See you on the other side.